Hey guys, welcome back to According To. I'm Megan. And I'm Sierra. This week we're going to be doing another Reddit episode. We will be hopping on the Am I the A-Hole Reddit thread, which it's been a couple months, I think. Yeah, um, also thank you guys so much for giving us some feedback for last week's episode. Um, you guys let us know that the audio was a little bit off on Sierra's end, but it should be fixed now, so make sure you should guys let us know if it is. Um, but we're going to start off with some weekly spotlights. And so my weekly spotlight, which Sierra's is probably also similar, uh, was celebrating Haley's Bachelorette Weekend this weekend. Now you may be thinking, Bachelorette Weekend already? She's doing a very, or she did a very early Bachelorette party just because her wedding isn't until April and she wanted to have it at the lake so she wanted to do it early because what fun would it be to be at the lake in like March it would be zero fun there'd be snow on the ground yeah like it's so cold in March still anyway so Megan and Armand did pretty much the entirety of the setup we did we did so you guys got some good decorations and I think you guys did a good job setting it up they had like a couple little balloon walls, one that said bride, and that's like above the table. And you had a little beach batch uh, balloon set up. You guys can check out um, Megan's week in her life that she posted because you can see the decorations that, like in that vlog. But I think you did great. Thank you. I honestly, so I've been, well, I've been in like one wedding, actually two weddings, but they were like when I was much younger and I didn't have any sort of major role whatsoever. And I've never been a bridesmaid, so... You know, being co-maid of honor with Sierra and like taking a little bit more lead on this because I was staying at the lake and that's where it was, I was kind of just not sure what to expect or what Haley was expecting. Um, like I had no idea. I was like, is she going to think that what I'm doing is overwhelming, underwhelming, exactly what she was expecting. Um, but I think that she kind of came, like she told me that it was like above her expectations. So oh, I was really? pleased by that. Yeah. When did she like, say maybe that? Not by a lot. I don't know. Um, I think I asked her probably okay. like on Thursday because that's when she got here. I was just like, what were you expecting? And I don't think she's expecting as much. Well, I think that like I kind of or envision, I was like combining envision and imagine. Like if I were to have done like my bachelorette party like up at the lake, I know some people who plan bachelorette parties do like we're doing X, Y, Z at this time. Like they have it all scheduled out. And I was kind of just like, well, if I were to, like, have mine up there, I'd want it to just be, like, it's here and, like, we're just doing lake things. Like, Same. a few, like, little, you know, bride, you know, wedding stuff here and there. Like, obviously, we did the gift thing, which we didn't know was a thing until a couple weeks ago, but we did it and it was fine. Um, but, like, I was like, I don't think Haley would want it to be super regimented and, like, extreme planning. Yeah, I think that she had a good time. I think that everyone here had a good time. And there's kind of, like, a hodgepodge with, like, the bridesmaids. Like, you know, there's me, Sierra, and Maggie who are related with her. And then, like, I guess Kate, too, is, like, she's a, another cousin. And then it's three of her friends. But, like, two are from college. And, and one's, Sydney like, a childhood too. best friend. And then Sydney, which is her fiancé's sister. So it's, like, kind of a an interesting group of people. But I thought the dynamic was good. And I wasn't I sure know, going into too. the weekend, um, like, what to expect. I was hoping, but like, it was good, I, I think. really didn't want it to be, like, clicky, and I don't mean that in, like, a clicky sense of, like, it would be bad, but just, like, I was, like, I hope people don't just, like, stick in, like, these are the two people that I know here. I think people, like, just chatted yeah. it up with everyone, which is good. Yeah, it was good. So, um, eventually we'll get on to ordering bridesmaid dresses and stuff, but I don't think we have to worry about that for 
a while still. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to the wedding. We've got lots more celebrating to do because it's still not until April. Mm-hmm. Weather was not super great on Saturday, but we had some games that we played. We also watched a movie, The Tomorrow War, on Amazon Prime. Actually, it was that pretty was better good. than I thought it was going to be. And I, like, low-key wrote that movie as it played out. <laughs> I was, like, talking. I was sitting next to Maggie, and I was, like, just, like, talking to me, like, I bet this is going to happen. I bet this is going to happen. And I was pretty uh, spot on with a couple things. You know what I always wonder? What? When things are like originals on specific platforms how do they know i mean maybe it's just like a you know net profit versus like net spending oh i know what you're talking about but i'm like how do they know that that movie added that level and more value to the service i've always wondered that too and i how am sure there's a way to figure that out but i couldn't tell you like i especially used to wonder that when it was like Netflix was the first one to do that and it was like very few original things I was kind of like how do you know what you're doing is adding value but now it's definitely a lot like everyone does it and has like original stuff and you just have to be like that's what makes the platform unique is what they have on it but still I always wonder that you started watching manifest season three right I did I'm in the middle of the fourth episode is it good yeah, yesterday I was trying to, like, multitask, and I was trying to finish editing my vlog while watching the third episode, and that wasn't great because I didn't fully understand what happened in the third episode, but I just continued with the fourth one anyways, <laughs> I but I'm actually paying attention. still have the last two that I have to watch for season two. I think I'm going to try watching those tonight, or at least one of them, and then I can start watching season three if I want. I'm just glad that I found out there was a season three. Mm-hmm, but then I'm sad that no one's picking it up. I know. Anyway. Maybe I'll start watching the 4400. Because I showed you that on Netflix, that it's like an oldest show, but it seemed kind of like a similar vibe. You did mention that. We'll see. I've been kind of like, there's other shows I'll find, I'm sure. I swear I'm still in the middle of one, am I? Or not? Or I could get back onto my reading grind because I've been like, I have been reading, but it's been in like shorter chunks. I think I'm going to finish the Colleen Hoover book that I'm reading today. I have one chapter left. Is it different than the one I gave you? No, it is the one that you gave me. Okay. I was like, if you're almost done with another book, like, dang, you're reading fast. I think think by the end, I'll give it like seven out of 10. It's probably my least favorite one of hers that I've read. Yeah, I am like halfway through. I'm talking about Without Merit. Um, That's the name I'm of the book. I'm halfway through The Maidens. So I was making good progress on that yesterday, actually. I read it. I read the most in a while because everyone left the lake around, I think everyone was gone by 3.30. And I read from like pretty much right after that until I went on the deck and I just read until like 4.45. Okay. I I was going to come back after work today and lay on the raft, but it's not very sunny, and I left work later than I thought. Sorry to hear that. Um, (laughs) I am excited for you to finish The Maidens because I thought it was really good, and it's like even since the author of The Maidens is the same author that wrote The Silent Patient, I was like, okay, I'm keeping my eyes peeled, like, you know. Yeah, I'm trying to come up with theories. And I had a couple theories, and none of them panned out, and then... 
we have really? a mutual friend who just finished reading the book i'm sure you saw on instagram and i like responded to her story and i was like i just read this so yeah yeah all right okay so we have to catch each other up on i believe so how's hmm. your vlog coming i think pretty good thus far I th- i'm going to take a different approach than you and i'm going to try and edit nightly that's probably better Especially because, like, it was so bad. I knew Thursday that I was, like, people are going to start showing up. I'm going to, like, want to start editing. Because once the weekend starts, like, when am I going to? But I didn't. <laughs> you so didn't. it was Sunday night. It's okay. But oh well. I think that you're up first for Am I the A-Hole. Okay. First, you should so explain let's go ahead and started. what yeah. it is. Okay, so if you're new to the podcast or if you haven't heard us do these kinds of episodes, then this specific one is we go to the Am I the A-Hole subreddit on Reddit, and we pull out, you know, seven to nine different scenarios each, and we go through and read them. If we think they're interesting, then we'll, you know, keep them pulled up for us to read on here, and then we will go through and share them with each other and kind of discuss any different talking points and just come up with our verdict on whether we think the individual because they share scenarios what they're doing of like this happened am i in the wrong am i right what do you think and so we're just going to discuss our verdict okay so i'm going to go ahead and get started with the first one this one's title is am i the a-hole for telling my wife to bring my youngest daughter with her so this says i have two daughters elise 15 and addy 4 addy is also my wife's daughter and elise is from a previous relationship Elise used to only visit every other weekend, but two years ago, her mom died and she moved in with us. Since then, my wife has taken Elise out once a week to get lunch or dinner and shop or get their nails done or go to the beach, as well as taking Elise out for ice cream or hot cocoa after her therapy sessions. My wife takes Addie out, but not as much as Elise when they go out. It's usually just to the park, then for ice cream or to the zoo. They're planning an overnight trip to a beach town for a a few hours away for Elise's birthday, and Addie is upset that she doesn't get to go, so I told my wife to bring Addie with her. My wife said Addie wouldn't like most of the stuff that they're going to do together, and even if she did, all of her attention would be on Addie and making sure that she doesn't run off or get hurt. I told my wife that Addie is upset about not getting to go out with them and she needs to make it fair, but she snapped and said that Addie gets the majority of her attention every day, and this is her and this is her making it fair to Elise. Um, she left and was refusing to talk about this again, so I wanted to know if I was the a-hole. So I'm going to be honest. I did read this one through my own Search. searching and things. And maybe, like, the audience is following with it, but it took me a good two reads to fully understand all, like, the relationships. I was under the impression that the older daughter, Elise, right? Yeah. Was the OP's daughter. Or, sorry, was uh, the wife's daughter. Like, I thought it was, like, this is... uh. Her daughter that she had from a pre- previous relationship, and she, like, does more things with her. And then I was like, oh, wait. This is the poster's daughter. What? So she's the stepmom. Yes. How did His you get wife, that? I was reading the comments, and they were equally confused. Well, then you need to explain to me what's going on. Because I was also confused. I was like, maybe it's some sort of, like... LGBT relationship, but he said that his, the mom died, the mom being his ex-wife or ex 
girlfriend or whatever. Do you follow? Oh. Changes things, well, doesn't it? Yeah. So why is... It's interesting that the wife has taken on the role of, like, going out to lunch and dinner with the daughter so much. Like, over the I'm just like father. I'm just like, shouldn't you be happy that your wife is, like, wanting to play an active role in your yeah, daughter's life? Yeah, that just life? changed, like, everything I was going to say. What was your original thought? Let's hear the people, what you so, might have been thinking. Thinking that this was a lesbian couple and that the wife who was going out with the daughter, like that that was her daughter, I thought it was perfectly fine and acceptable and that given the time differential with how much time she spends between each daughter and um, just like going off of an age-appropriate activity to do with like each daughter – I thought it made sense, and it was good. I still don't think it's, like, wrong, but I am kind of confused that, like, the father's upset. Right? Like, I definitely, not to say, like, he is the a-hole, but, like, kind of in the sense that, like, one, I saw some people, like, commenting this, and I don't know if I fully agree, but they're like, it sounds like you're getting mad that you have to, like, watch your other daughter while they're, like, all going out. Yeah. It's like you're the parent too. I don't know if I fully get that vibe. Like, let's say he's being fully transparent, being like, I just want, like, my other daughter to, like, be able to hang out with them. Yeah. But, and, like, I totally understand that, like, if his daughter is feeling that because I can see, like, why younger kids want to, like, spend time with, like, you know, oh, they want to be, like, be with the older, you know, daughter and mom. Like, they want to be part of that older crowd. But I also think that the mom, stepmom, whatever, like, the wife is probably correct in saying, like, she probably isn't going to like the stuff that we're doing. Yeah. Like, the age and difference is like, pretty big. And, like, I think that he could easily, like, turn it into a time where he bonds with the younger one mm-hmm. if he wanted to. And so it's, like, she wouldn't be resentful and, like, wanting to like, be, like, she wouldn't feel left out. She'd be, like, oh, like, this is my time with dad. He could easily turn it into that. But instead he's, like, why don't you take her with you? Yeah. This makes me, like, that's even worse, I think, than, like, what I originally thought. Like, <laughs> now it's just, like, because everyone in the, I'm reading um, people's comments on this thread, too, like you were mentioning. Everyone's just saying how normally someone in his situation would be extremely grateful that they have such a good relationship, and he's just complaining instead. Like, this is usually something people would be like, wow, that's so incredible that mm-hmm. your wife goes out and, you know, does a lot of things and tries to put effort in to treat her like stepdaughter great and be nice to her yeah so i'm saying my verdict for this one is he's a little bit of an a-hole yeah and maybe he just needs to change his frame of like reference yeah you know all right mine is kind of a dumb one but i think it's a could be an interesting conversation and debate we'll see Am I the a-hole for insisting I get the large drink even though I'm the smaller person? This is very petty, but I'm curious on a verdict. I was hanging out with my cousin, and we went through a drive-thru. He was driving and therefore placed the order. He ordered a combo upsized from a small to a large with Coke as his drink. 
I ordered an a la carte sandwich and a large Coke. When we get to the window, the server hands us the bag of food along with one small and one large Coke. I tell my cousin to just let the server know it was supposed to be two large Cokes. No big deal. But my cousin is the type that doesn't want to quote unquote bother the server when we go when we go out and says, no, it's fine. We drive off and he puts a straw in the large Coke. I say, dude, I ordered the large Coke. And he says, well, I'm like twice your size, so I should get the large. I said, nope, you should have asked them to fix it. And I proceeded to drink the large Coke. He was super annoyed. Am I the a-hole? No. She, having mentioned that she literally told him, no, you need to stop and say we ordered two larges. Like, look, I get it. I hate confrontation just as much as the next person. But you can't not confront someone and then go and say, well, no, I want the large Coke. I agree, like, They too. did everything in their power to get the large Coke, and they didn't. They couldn't. I th- agree with you. I think that, to me, this is more so an argument about not so much size. Like, I think that's the least of my concern. Like, I think that was a weird comment for them to even make. But I agree with you in saying, like, the person that posted this said, like, they ordered a large Coke. They told their cousin, hey, you should tell them, like, we got, like, I got a large Coke. And then for the cousin to be like, no, I'm not going to tell them. And then be like, well, you get the small. I'd be like, I freaking ordered a large. Yeah. Too bad, so sad. You get the small if you're not going to, like, fix the mistake of the window. Mm-hmm. Easy, easy solution. What if it was based off of size? Is there any argument or scenario in which that makes sense? No, that was Do you think? dumb. The cousin was just trying to offload and be like, here's my logic because I didn't want to actually confront the person at the window. I don't know. I'd be like, Coke is bad no matter what size, so... Give me the large one. Okay, my second post is, am I the a-hole for not liking my engagement ring? Which I think this is like, this is probably like a universal situation. So we'll be able to throw our opinions in there too. But this is the specific scenario. My partner of four and a half years proposed to me in April and I love him with my whole heart. I said yes and we're engaged now, but he had looked at rings or we had looked at rings in the past and I was very specific on what I liked and didn't like. He ended up picking a ring that was the exact opposite of what I had shown him in the past. I brought up wanting to get a different set for our wedding day and after he was upset with me about it, I never told him I hated the ring, but it was only $120 for the ring and the wedding band. And if if we're getting married, I want a nicer ring that's in my style if I'm the one wearing it. He thinks I'm being selfish when really I just want to look at a ring I like every day. He's offended I don't like what he chose, but I've already shown him multiple ones I actually like, and he got one that wasn't that style. Am I the a-hole? No. This is easily, this is something couples do, like they talk about this stuff in order to not, right? They talk about this kind of thing in order to not run into this problem, and she says we went and looked at stuff, I showed him rings I liked in order to not have this problem. Like, if someone were to do that to me, and, like, if I showed them every ring I didn't like, which also probably does come along with, like, okay, I don't like this. Like, I'm sure it's a, here's what I like, here's what I don't like. So if someone were to do that to me, and then were to get me a ring, like, I know that's the least of your worries in a relationship is what your ring looks like, but I feel like it's part it of a broader... deeper problems. Yeah. It's more than like the you ring. can't even listen to simple instructions of what kind of ring I like. Were you even listening? You can't listen to simple instructions. When I bring up how I dislike it, you're the one getting defensive and not wanting to compromise on something like this. And like, no offense, but it's only one hundred twenty dollars. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying everyone like could afford that, but I'm also like, that is a pretty freaking inexpensive engagement ring. 
And then it says, like, in an edit that they even offered to pay for a new ring at myself or split the cost. Like, if that's what they're offering, I don't know what the other person's problem is. Like, I you understand that the, the significant <laughs> other, if their significant other really thought that person was going to like the ring, I understand their feelings might be a little bit hurt. But they could have easily avoided this by getting a ring that they would like. And you can't fake liking something. Yeah. Like, you either like it or you don't. Yeah. So, so this to me you was just get it and be like, um, it's, it's okay. It's not anything what I asked for. And I'm pretty sure I made that pretty clear to you, but I'll keep it. Um, I'm trying to look at some comments to see if anyone's said anything interesting. Most people are saying not the a-hole. Um, what's the point of the significant other asking what you like and then disregarding your guidance? Exactly. Um, Yeah. Okay, next one. Am I the a-hole for not taking a customer's order right as we closed, even though they called two minutes before? I work at a pizza place. I started as a driver and worked my way up to manager over the last three years. Normally, we're open until 1 a.m. on weekends. We usually die down around 10 or 11. Then the rest of the night is one or two small orders until we're closed. Tonight, I get a phone call at 12.58 a.m. from a guy who wants to order pizza. It's some drunk college kid, and he's asking all the people in the background what they want. The first thing out of my mouth is, we close in two minutes. Are you sure you want to make an order right now? He says, uh, yeah, lol. So he tells me what he wants. I input it into the computer, ask for his delivery address, and repeat his order back to him to make sure it's correct, albeit a little slowly and deliberately. And wouldn't you know, but the clock read 1 a.m. before I made it to the payment screen. Oh, sorry, sir. Looks like it's 1 a.m. and we're closed now. And then the guy says, bro, are you serious? And then the manager responds, yes, we're closed. And then the guy hangs up. I don't do this often, as the franchise owner has said numerous times, quote, we need the business. But uh, I work five to close and don't want to be there cleaning for two extra hours because I have a driver taking food to someone who waited until the last minute to order. So am I the a-hole? See, when they were first reading this, or when you read the title, I was going to give them the benefit of the doubt and say no, but here's where I think they went wrong. And you can tell me if you agree or not. But the fact that they started taking the order without any warning of, like, if we don't finish this or if we don't do this in X amount of time before one, I'm not going to be able to finish taking the order. That's, that was rude and wrong and, like, what the heck, I think. I agree with you. And I think that's what a lot of the commenters on this post said. They said, look, we get that you don't want to take an order at 1258, but there's one. Don't answer the phone. Yeah. Like, make yourself busy elsewhere in the store. Two, say, sorry, we don't take orders placed after X amount of time because we close at 1 a.m. You would have done a million different things, and instead you decide to say, like, you give them the option, say, are you sure you want to place an order? And they're like, yeah, like, let's do it. And then you're like, okay, take your order, get your address. Like, you gave them the clear, you clearly gave them the impression that they were going to get their pizza because you started taking their order like you went through the whole thing and then you're like oh it's actually 1 a.m and we're closed and then I saw an interesting comment that someone left saying you're the manager which is like weird that you're doing that but the franchise owner says they need the business and you've not only just like this isn't just a one-night thing this person's probably never gonna order pizza from you again Mm -hmm. so kind of burned a bridge there potentially yeah 
Okay, my next one I think could get a little interesting because I started reading some of the comments and a lot of people are going one way, but I'm kind of interested in maybe arguing the other way. So, this is, am I the a-hole for telling a colleague to stop talking to me about her pregnancy and baby stuff? So it says, I, 24-year-old female, have been struggling to have a baby with both my former and current partner. A few weeks ago, I found out I was pregnant, but it didn't last long as I had a miscarriage during the sixth week. I told two colleagues and friends, but there must have been someone else listening because a couple of days later, everybody knew it. Another colleague of mine, 28-year-old female, is currently pregnant and can't, stop and can't stop talking to me about it, about how, she quickly, how quickly she got pregnant, how amazing babies are, how beautiful the mom life is. One day, she asked me why I was waiting so long. I couldn't take any more. I couldn't take it anymore and simply told her to mind her own business and stop talking to me about baby stuff because I couldn't care less. I know I have been brutally honest, but she but she knows that I lost a baby and I'm currently struggling, um, but still behaves like this just because I don't cry day and night in front of everybody. It doesn't mean that I am not suffering for that. I'm still a young girl who would like to get pregnant and have a baby, but has to deal with the fact that it might not be happening. So am I the a-hole? I mean, to me, I would say no. What do you think most people said? I mean, I feel like I assume that you agree with me, so I'm guessing people said she is. No, most people said they don't think she is. But here's what I would argue. You think she is? Here's what I would argue, is that the other person is definitely being annoying, probably not the most considerate, but she still can control how she responds, and it doesn't seem... Like, honestly, we're assuming that she's assuming that this person knows, and maybe she does know that this person actually knows, but, like, we're just assuming that the coworker knows... I find it weird that the coworker would make a comment of why are you waiting so long after someone just had a miscarriage if she actually knew. So therefore, maybe the coworker doesn't know and maybe a simple comment explaining like how you would, are not really interested in hearing about that rather than like the rude offhanded comment that she made. And I know it was kind of provoked because the person was being annoying, but I just feel like you still control how you react to those situations even if someone is being annoying and she probably could have said something a little better. We don't okay, have to I think that's. Though. I mean, I think it's fair. I would still say that she's not because I think that like everyone understands that like babies can be a sensitive topic, and the person doesn't have to explicitly know that that's happening because, like, honestly, statistically speaking, it's like yeah. likely anyways. And I'm sure, like, even if it hurt the like initial like the I don't know the coworkers' feelings initially if she just takes some time to reflect about like why would that have bothered her so much then it probably wouldn't take too long to like connect the dots and be like maybe like this is a hard thing for her to talk about because mm -hmm. of x y or z like i don't think it takes much connecting the dots to figure it out even yeah. if she didn't know i can respect that opinion all right on to the next one Am I the a-hole for not telling my friend's daughter the truth about being a paramedic? I, 24 female, spent three years at university training to be a paramedic and have been fully qualified for just under three years. At the, at the university I went to, students spend most of their time on the ambulance, so I spent a decent amount of time on the road. My mom's friend's daughter, Kay, is what we're calling her, is 13 and wants to be a paramedic in the future. My mother and I set up a meeting and Kay and her mother where, or with Kay and her mother where I can explain how university works what A-levels she should take, the process of applying, etc. It was going well, and she's really enthusiastic about it all. Here's where I may be the a-hole. Kay asked me, what's the worst thing you've ever seen? Any healthcare professional will agree. It's a horrible question to be asked, but she's only 
young and doesn't fully understand what she's asking, so I'm not annoyed or anything, but I kindly told her that I'm not comfortable answering the question and explained that it's traumatic for me to, to discuss things like that and I don't want her to hearing, or I don't want her hearing this sort of thing at such, at such a young age. I also said that there are tough and horrific patients you go out to, but there's also fantastic support within the ambulance service. If she ever needs it, Kay gets really disappointed and begs me to tell her I politely, I politely tell her no again. Kay's mom then blows up and starts telling me off and saying that I'm being cryptic and that I should tell her the truth about the things she should or she could be seeing. She states that Kay needs to, to prepare herself for the things that she could see. My mother is on my side, but there's still friction between her and her friend. I feel like I could be the a-hole because I'm not being honest about the things she could see on the road and, and preparing her, but I also don't think it's appropriate for me to tell her some really horrific things at my, her, oh my god, some really horrific things at my own expense and trauma. That's it. I don't think anyone's on a whole level here. I think that things could have been done differently, but I also think that at the end of the day, like, move on, it doesn't matter. Um, my take is that, pending how traumatic or not um, any specific experience was for the paramedic, I think that a dumbed-down version would have been appropriate for a 13-year-old. Um, like, as graphic or not graphic as they want to make it, but again... Maybe even that would be something that would just be bothersome, but I feel like if she's still actively in the line of work, it's probably something that she could handle mentioning. Like, people talk about cases all the time, just, like, among healthcare professionals, so I just imagine something like that could have been shared. I think where I land on this is I would say they are not the a-hole because, for a couple reasons. One, the kid's only 13. We don't really know if this is, like, what they're going to end up doing. Two, the internet exists. The person can literally Google, like, paramedic EMT stories, whatever they want. And, like, the worst thing you've ever seen. I'm sure there's yeah. literally a Reddit thread for that. And, like, three, what do you think you're going to see? Like, you know what I mean? Imagine it. It's probably been seen. Yeah. Yeah. So. I would also say I not the a-hole, just... Um, because, like, at the end of the day, like you said, who cares? Find the information somewhere else. But if you can't find it where you're first looking, I can guarantee it's available elsewhere. Okay. Here is my next one. This one is kind of like one that we've talked about in the past, um, but it's not the exact same. And so, yeah. Am I the a-hole for not giving my boyfriend a bigger allowance? So, despite everything getting better, I think they're mentioning the pandemic my 30 male boyfriend and she's 29 or no she, yeah um lost his job last month when the store he was working at finally went under we took a look at our finances and i can support us by myself though things would be tight my boyfriend asked if he could try and see if he could accomplish his dream of becoming a youtuber slash streamer slash podcaster <laughs> which i think is so interesting because like that's genuine you know paths that people want to take now um i said yes for six months if he can show that he's made a decent amount of money in six months, great. He can continue to do it, and I'll support him. If not, it has to be a side job, and he has to get something that pays better. He agreed to these terms. Now he's been busting his booty, and it's been a f it hasn't <laughs> been a full month yet, um, but clearly he's trying. He posts every day, streams every day, is constantly editing and recording and editing for other podcasters as well for pay and favors. Um, the issue is I give him a weekly allowance to have fun with, it's not a lot, only $50 a week, but that's what we can afford at the moment. Now, let me make this clear. All the bills are paid. There's food in the house. There's gas in the cars. Everything is covered. This $50 a week is entirely for fun. However, he says that it's not enough. 
um, that he needs more in order to go out with the boys and get drinks or order lunch, etc. I also gave myself, or I also give myself fifty dollars a week, but I'm more on the nerdy side. I like cooking, and my friends and I get together for game nights, potlucks, these kinds of things. My boyfriend prefers bars and clubs with his friends. I told him no, that it would be that it would cut more into our budget when things are already tight. But he said it wasn't fair that I was able to have fun and enjoy myself in the way I wanted to and still have money left over for video games and drinks. So, what do you think? She's being far more generous with him than I would. That's my initial thought, too. And then he has the audacity to say, look, hon, it's not enough. I need more money to go, not even spend time with you, but to go with my friends. Yeah. I would say, have your friends buy you a drink. Yeah. And look, I'm not even going to get to the argument here of some people kind of saying that they wouldn't even agree to their agreement in the first place. Like, that's a lot to gamble for a good chunk of time to see if something's going to be able to work. But I understand that if someone works hard enough hard enough, and they can make that possibly happen, like, there's risk to reward, you know, it could be something where it's a long shot, but maybe he ends up, like, doing really well, and all of a sudden, like, they become, like, he becomes super successful, and then it benefits both of them, you know, as long as they stay mm-hmm. together. So I understand that that's why she probably agreed to it, and it's probably him pursuing a career path he's more interested in, and people that, you know, want to hype up their significant others want them to pursue what they're passionate about. I get all that. Same thing like people who um, end up helping out the significant other who's still in school with loans or whatever it may be because it's going to help them together in the future. So that's not the issue I have. I think what is annoying is that she literally mentions on here that he does other things to earn money still on the side, such as editing for other podcasters um, and stuff like that. If he wants more money, why doesn't he just up the amount of time he's spending editing or increase his projects that way? There you go. Like, what a simple way. Why does she have to be the one for to you be to still providing your fun money? So that was what annoyed me the most is that she specifically mentioned that, and I guess no, he can't do that. I am curious now, just like kind of going off of this, what would your response be in this situation? Like, totally honest response. I would want them. Like, honestly, I would still want my significant other to be making a good enough living maybe that means he can do that with reduced hours or whatever it may be and like do it on the side until you can like prove it a little more i think i agree with that too like props to people who would be like fully willing to like take on the financial burden of their significant other but i'd be like look babe um i think you should you can't just go in cold turkey doing yourself you have no idea what to expect I just couldn't imagine, like, maybe if I wasn't freaking married for 10 years, and I was like, okay, like, we're in this, like, you know, we're in this life together. Or if you have, like, an actual savings that you can, like, utilize. But if not, um, it could be I don't think I would be comfortable doing that. I think I would have to say, look, I'm sorry, but, like, you're going to have to get another job and, like, do that on the side. Yeah. I would, too, like, if I'm being honest. So. Okay. Next one. Am I the a-hole for walking out of a house after the host after the host told me to quote feel free to leave because she quote doesn't like people in her house. Uh, backstory: I've been dating this guy and his best friend was having a small party. You can call it, or if you can call it that, there were ten people there at most. I wasn't invited, but her boyfriend, for lack of a better term, so I'm guessing they're not totally together, told me it would be okay if I came. Usually, I wouldn't go somewhere without an invite, but since this is be- since this is his best friend's house. 
I assumed that he knew the situation better than I did. I show up, go inside, meet the best friend, and she didn't know I was coming. Boyfriend says, hey, this is who I want, or who I told you about. I wanted you guys to meet. The best friend turns to me and with a straight face says, yeah, it's all right, I guess, but feel free to leave because I don't really like people in my house. So I left. I turned around and walked out without saying another word. Now, to be completely fair, my boyfriend was shocked. He came after me and said that he had no idea that she would react that way, but she was just having a bad night and that uh, we should go back in and everything would be okay. Obviously, I left. He didn't come with me, but now he's texting me and saying that while she was a bit rude, I was even more rude for just walking out in front of everyone, and it made for a weird vibe with all of his other friends who were there. Um, I think that she's not the a-hole. Because I think that I put myself in that situation, and I'm like, hmm, if I walked into someone's house and they, the first thing they said to me was basically, like, feel free to leave. Like, I would not be very comfortable being there. Wouldn't be welcome, would I? <laughs> no. So, like, I honestly, like, and I'm trying to think of, like, what I would say in response. Like, I would probably say something because I just feel like I probably would. But, like, it wouldn't be, like, me saying it for myself. It would just be like, oh, okay, like, I'll head out. But walking away is essentially the same thing, I think. Yeah, I think, like, after just reading this, I, one, was just mostly confused about that type of reaction to like someone being invited in your home like it's just the weirdest thing you could say to someone you start with, you start by saying yeah that's fine I guess but also feel free to leave because I don't like when people are here as you have I 10 other it. people in your living room yeah <laughs> I would be confused as well if I was I'd be confused I'd look around I'd be like did I understand what you just said and then I'd probably be like okay I'm gonna leave now I think that if I was in that situation I don't even know what I would do, but I'll try and imagine. I would probably, I think my first reaction would be to, like, look at my boyfriend and be like, eh? I'd want, like, further elaboration And, like, wait for them, them to say something. Yeah. I'd want the boyfriend to be like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I'd be like, we should leave because this is uncomfy. Yeah. And I then I feel like after that, I would be like, does your uh, friend, does your best friend have a crush on you? Because that's what it seems like. That's the vibe I get anyways. Like if a little protective. Yeah. If it's like his best friend is a girl, I feel like she's like not, you know, liking the fact that he has a girlfriend. Yeah. And if she didn't want that vibe to come off, if that's not true, then she shouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here's my next one. Um, so this is a, would I be the a-hole if I confront the bride for revoking my plus one after she gave another bridesmaid one? So long story short, I, 22-year-old female, am a bridesmaid for my friend, 25-year-old female. On my invitation, it said plus one, and she told me I could bring someone. When I tried to bring someone, she revoked it and told me it was because she wanted me to focus completely on her. The wedding is a month away, and she just asked her friend to be a last-minute bridesmaid. This bridesmaid can't contribute to planning the shower or attend the bachelorette party. I've been working on the shower for weeks, and I'm investing about $1,000 of my own money into her wedding. The bride told the new bridesmaid that she can bring a date, and I'm honestly offended that she revoked my plus one. I don't want to seem entitled, but I do find it frustrating that she gave me a plus one, revoked it, and now gave someone else who has invested less time and money into the event. Would I be the a-hole if I confronted the bride and told her that I was hurt by this? Hmm. I feel like this is interesting. And I still don't know which side I'm going to land on yet because I feel like... I thought it was a little more interesting, like, too. There's things that we can discuss. I think, oh, if one gets a plus one, then they all get a plus one. Here's where I think there are some caveats. I think that it sounds like 
the bride initially was like, I don't want any of my bridesmaids to have plus ones. Like, probably with the exception of, like, boyfriends or husbands, I'm guessing. But she's probably like, I want you guys to, like, all be focused on, like, doing stuff for the wedding because it's going to be a busy yeah. night. Like, Especially, let's on. say, she didn't use the term personal attendant, but what if that's kind of, like, the level of focus that the bride wants on her from her bridesmaids or something like that? And then I imagine, since it was a last-minute bridesmaid decision, that one of her tokens was like, you can still bring, like, whoever you're going to bring. Like, you can get a plus one. Like, I, I just need another bridesmaid. bridesmaid. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you kind of have I to I think it might have been bit. a bargaining chip. Nonetheless, I don't think it hurts to bring up with the bride and, like, discuss your concerns or feelings because I understand the bride is upset and has, like, a right to be because of how much money she's invested and how much more she's doing and the other bridesmaid isn't, so that's kind of what sucks. But but then you could also with that same their wedding day, you know, thing argue like she like the new bridesmaid is invested so much less that she's probably going to have fewer roles to play at the wedding. And so to a normal person, that'd be like win, win, win. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Haley, can you ask me to do bridesmaid um, a month before the wedding? (laughs) Please. (laughs) Like Um, realistically, the closer you are to the bride, you're going to have more responsibilities. Like, it's just the unfortunate truth. Mm-hmm. I don't know why so you I can't have say, a plus one, but... I mean, I personally think that every part of the... Or every person in the wedding party should be allowed a plus one. But, again, I don't know the bride's budget. I don't know how much people she wants to feed. But whatever. I'm going to say that the person who wrote this is not the a-hole. But I also don't think that the bride is an a-hole, necessarily. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, is it a little weird? I don't like. I don't fully uh, get what the bride's trying to do, but I also think that I've seen brides do worse things, you know. Mm-hmm. And other than this one situation, it doesn't seem like the bride is like a bridezilla or anything. So yeah. All right. Next one I have. Am I the a-hole for telling my sister that she said, or what she said is a HIPAA violation and she shouldn't share personal information? My sister works in healthcare and seems to like her job. She also likes to judge others and make comments about their lifestyle, especially if she doesn't agree with it. Recently, we had a family gathering and she was talking about, or she was talking to our dad about one of his cousins in front of a room full of people. She brought up the topic by saying something like, quote, isn't Dave one of your cousins? She then tells our dad, so everyone in the room, that said cousin recently came to the hospital for treatment for XYZ illness and mentioned some other stuff about his medical background. I just looked at her and said, HIPAA violation in a sing-song voice. Someone else asked what HIPAA stood for, and I explained it meant that people's info is supposed to be confidential and not shared willy-nilly. She glared at me and then proceeded to ignore me for the rest of the night. Later, I was told by another family member that I shouldn't have called her out, and I, quote, know who she is. Honestly, I get tired of walking around eggshells, and I seem to be the only one that will challenge her or call her out. But now I'm wondering if I really was the a-hole. Definitely not. Because that certainly was a HIPAA violation, which means that it was wrong. And I know that it sucks to get called out by people you know, but it's probably for the better. And it certainly isn't something that people in your family should be getting, like, annoyed with you at. Mm -hmm. I agree. I think, one, if your sister works in healthcare and she is breaking HIPAA, then you probably want to make sure she's aware that she is breaking HIPAA and could get in a lot of trouble for it, especially if she's sharing that information in not such a safe space as your family home. And if she likes her job so much, then she'd want to be careful 
so she doesn't lose it. Yes. And then also, because um, I'm, truth be told, me and Sierra recorded this yesterday, or we tried to record this podcast episode yesterday. Um, so we already discussed this one a little bit, but we thought it would be a good idea to like, if you don't know what HIPAA is, like what constitutes HIPAA. Really, the issue with what the daughter said was bringing up a name and that was kind of like the reason why she even brought it up in the first place it wasn't like she was sharing like an interesting patient that she had it was like oh this like we're related to him right and he was in the hospital like you can't do that because you shared the person specifically and that they were in the hospital for xyz yeah so because i think some people hear like you talking about any patient ever and you're like oh you can't talk about that and that's not true you have to be able to like give identifying information about the patient in order for it to be a HIPAA violation. Like, honestly, you can give all sorts of detailed information on a case, but as long as there's no identifying stuff. Mm -hmm. So, anyway, here's my next one. Am I the a-hole for quote-unquote announcing that my dad's not paying at my college tuition? So my aunt and uncle are paying for my cousin's college my dad had a college fund for me, but he had stipulations, like he wanted nothing below B for grades and to pre-approve my classes. I take weekly meetings to discuss grades and a bunch of other stuff, which would be fine if I weekly had a normal meetings? dad. Huh? Weekly meetings? Yes. So they said, which would be fine if I had a normal dad. Mine isn't. My dad has a temper, and I spent 6th through 12th grade stressed about grades and being screamed at or grounded over things that sometimes weren't even my fault, like a teacher not updating online grading and an assignment being marked missing because of it. And getting my back packet and locker randomly searched for him by no reason to make sure I'm not hiding anything. I decided to pay for school myself because of, one, not being stressed over getting screamed at, and two, I didn't feel like constantly worrying that he'd disapprove of a class or a grade and decide not to pay, which I can totally see him doing. I'd rather be in debt than controlled for four more years. So they just finished their first year. Um, my family got together on the fourth, and, well, sometimes they're nosy. They were talking about my cousin's school, and my uncle looked at my dad and said, well, how much is my name school costing you? I said, why are you asking him? I'm the one paying for it. Later on, my dad was mad that I said that and it was out of line to say that I embarrassed him. I didn't do it to embarrass him. I was just being honest. He doesn't even know how much tuition is, so he was ask- or he was the wrong person to ask. Am I the a-hole? No. Your dad brought that on himself. Like, your dad seems like he's, without knowing him or anything else about you guys, he seems like he has the personality that's brought all of this onto himself. There's probably already tension between you guys. And it's the reason that you're paying for your own tuition. And I understand he's probably like, I understand that he's probably mad because he's like, well, I would be paying for your college if X, Y, Z. But then you were like, you made the decision. No, I don't want that. So does it quote unquote make him look bad because it like he actually would have paid? Maybe. But is he? No. Doesn't matter. No. I mean, he had his stipulations. He's like, I will pay for your college if you do this. And you said, I will not be doing that. Therefore, you're paying for your college yourself. So if he's mad at anyone, he can be mad at himself. He's the reason he's not paying for it. True. Yeah. Plus, everyone has the right to freaking pay for their own college. Like, what is he talking about? He should be happy. He should be proud of you. Exactly. All right, um, I found another one just because I feel like I didn't have enough, so I um, have not fully read it through. But anyways, <laughs> am I the a-hole for not including my brother's wife in my friend group? 
To cut a long story short, my brother married a woman I knew from school. She was known as the mean girl, treated everyone like that. Her mom had the same re- or her mom had the same reputation, and everyone said it was learned behavior that started because their family was wealthy. She made junior and senior year of high school a nightmare for me and most of my friends with her attitude. Not helped by teachers letting her away or letting her get away with it. I didn't see her for years. My brother met her in a coffee shop. They hit it off, and it was a surprise when she turned out to be his girlfriend. It was also awkward. I don't like her. She changed some, but she still has a streak of it in her. Better than she was. They got married last year, and it hit my brother that she has no friends of her own. She had her family there. Her mom is still the biggest a-hole ever, but no friends. And so he asked me if I would include her with my friends. He knows I have a solid friend group or a solid group of friends, and was hoping they would be her friends too. But none of my friends are on board, and honestly, neither am I. So I told him no. Or so I told him no. There was fallout from this. My brother is mad, and we haven't had a great relationship in months. He thinks it's cruel to not try when I know she has no friends. That it's childish to dislike her over the past, and that my friends or that my friends are a group um, of a-holes for not being or for not being willing to try. I told him not everyone wants to be friends with the mean girl who made her life hell at any point in their life. That sometimes civil is the best you can muster, and that I have always been that. Okay. Look, you can't make people like someone. It's as simple as that. If they were being inclu- or if they were including her just out of pity and to see what would happen. Like, I just don't think it would go anywhere, personally. Um, and I think that's a bad place to try and start a genuine relationship. And if if it's not a genuine friendship, like, no one's going to be fooled. And then what's the point of all of it? Yeah, I think it sounds like this person has, like, met up with, the, you know, like, the, I guess, wife at this point. You know, it's been years since it happened. And I would say if they, like, hadn't given them a chance, gave them a chance... But it sounds like they have, and they just, like, aren't vibing. So you can't force friendship. Yeah. Like, obviously, they probably see each other at family hangouts. So they're going to know if they like each other or not, or at least enough to care to see if, you know, she could hang out with the friend group. I'm looking at some comments, and there's two funny ones I see. Homie, or homie, your brother sounds like he's being her dad. Setting up friendships with siblings' friends or with a siblings' friend group after marriage. Weird. Why not his friends? And someone else says, True. "Quote: <laughs> This is like them pretending to be the husband." My wife can't make friends. Let's not explore. Why not? Why can't you be her friend? <laughs> That's funny. Okay, this one I think could definitely go two ways because one people like I'm gonna argue the opposite of what most people mentioned on here. Um, and I feel like a lot of times when this is discussed, people use like their previous stipulations as excuse to say why they're in the right. So we'll see where you go with this. Okay. So this is, am I the a-hole for not cleaning my roommate's puppy's bathroom messes, just leaving them there and completely ignoring the dog emotionally? So this says, I told my roommate before she got a dog, I did not want to take care of it. She is annoyed with me because I'm clearly actively not fond of the dog. The only time I talk to the dog is when I tell it no. She does not like me to discipline the dog. She tells me to chill when I do and gets angry when I complain about its actions. When she leaves for work, the dog cries. I leave the house. Um, I'm at the point where I'm going to say that I'm not allowed or I'm not available when she wants me home to let in someone to take care of the dog. I hate the dog and never ask for a dog. I feel no attachment to the dog. I struggle to take care of myself and want no extra responsibility. And now my house is not my home. Am I the a-hole? I mean, we'll see where you go with this, but I think as much as I would love if the roommate would help take care of the dog as long as they aren't being, like, the sole provider, I also understand 
that if you didn't ask for a dog and you don't want the responsibility of a dog, then you shouldn't be forced into that responsibility. So I'm not going to say she is an a-hole, I guess, but yeah. So most people did say not the a-hole, and I also understand the sentiment of if you didn't ask for it, why should you have to worry about it? But to be fair, she kind of only said that if she told her roommate that if she did, I feel like you should, as a roommate, if you're literally not going to do anything at all to help the dog out, you should say, you should tell your roommate, don't get a dog. Because I almost feel like the roommate's almost acting a little inhumane with how, not inhumane, because they're not like abusing the dog. But like, let's be real here. It's a dog. The dog is not at fault or shouldn't be put at fault if, and it, I know when people are roommates and they say, I literally don't want anything to do with the dog at all. People say that all the time, but you still know you're going to have to do at least like something to the dog, at least I think, realistically. And so if you're telling me she's doing, like actively ignoring the dog to the extent that, that she's like not cleaning up after the dog just because it's an inconvenience, that brings me back to some of my own memories and I just uh, don't like that. Yeah. Um... I mean, I think that it's, they should have had a better conversation before the roommate got the dog to discuss both of their expectations so that, like, maybe even, like, made a freaking, like, roommate contract. I don't know. Where they can say, like, roommate two, who did not get the dog, can say, I'm literally going to pretend that your dog doesn't exist. Like, because no one's going to, no one expects that. No one says, you're going to literally ignore my dog. Like, I would think if I was a roommate getting a dog, I'd be like, okay, like, they don't want to take care of it, but, like. We have a closed-in backyard. Like, they'll let the dog out, like, if it's whimpering yeah. by the door. I would say that. Like, I was like, oh, they'll do that. That'd be my expectation, like, of just being, like, a nice person. Human. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why I think this so, person's, like, a little too far. Like, let's just, you know, be humane here. But I will say people, not the a-hole, though, because... Okay, someone said not the a-hole, but this is not a sustainable situation agree like those roommates are going to resent each other if they don't already because one of them has a dog that they don't want anything to do with it and the other one Mm -hmm. has a dog and they're like you won't do anything for my dog yeah but most people are just kind of like not the a-hole not your responsibility yeah all right that's i already did all of mine so I don't know if you have any more. Okay, we could wrap up. The other ones I have, we kind of talked through in the last episode, so there's not any, like, new ones. And so we are at a point where we could be done. All right, let's call it a day then. Sounds good to me. I think well, there were some good ones in there. We are actually, you know, sometimes disagreed or we're able to, I think, argue the other side, which usually we don't do because usually my opinion mm-hmm. matches what, like, usually when people are posting on here, you're kind of like, you already know the answer to this. Right? That's what I think most of the time. So. I think there was some good, like, two-sided stories on these ones that we shared today, which is good. Yeah, if you guys like this episode, make sure you rate us on Apple Podcasts or iTunes. I don't know where you rate it at. It is Apple Podcasts. Um, And make sure you go, I mean, you can listen wherever. So tell your friends about us. Tell them to check us out. And we would appreciate Recommend that. your favorite episode to them. And then tell us what your favorite episode is. And then follow us on Instagram because we're losing followers. Yeah, I should shout my. <laughs> all right, we, I should shout us out on my personal again. 
That's when we gain a little bit. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. We'll talk to you <laughs> next Thursday. Bye. Bye.